1: you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger,
2: for the ones who get it done.
1: Are you kidding me? You are looking long. Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
2: Welcome in winning cures everything I'm Gary I'm Chris and this is Monday November the 9th and uh man things have gotten squirrely in. Cures oh,
1: that is my that's, sound that's, on
2: that's me that's I can hear myself
1: there you go I got you I got you muted
2: football has gotten very strange very strange here lately yes sir uh, we got some some big things to talk about covid has uh, disrupted the SEC. We're going to talk about all of that. We're going to talk about our Monday Night Football picks. We'll talk about Tom Izzo and the AP Top Twenty Five Basketball Poll came out. We'll talk, uh, you know, what what this college basketball season is going to look like for a brief minute, and uh, and then we're going to recap NFL Week Nine. And I wouldn't imagine we'll spend a whole long time on that because at, this was just a strange, strange week, really weird right. week. So, but we'll we'll dive into all of that. Of course, first things first. If you would so kindly, go ahead and hit like on this video. Make sure you are subscribed, all that good stuff. Jump into the comments if you would like to. You can do that as well. Any of the different platforms that we are live on right now, Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, We got quite a few people watching. So, whenever you guys want to jump in, that chat box is right on the bottom left-hand corner of your screen. It does not matter which platform you chat from. It will all populate right there on the screen so that you can be a part of the show. You guys help drive the conversation. You help drive the narrative of the show, and we certainly appreciate that. Uh, Along with that, go over to winningcureseverything.com. You can find everything you need to know about us over there. Pics, previews, podcasts, videos, social media platforms, etc. Everywhere that you need to be subscribed is going to be right there. Subscribe to the podcast. We have two podcast exclusives that come out every week, along with the three shows that we do in the middle of the week on Monday, Wednesday, Friday that are live. We also have a show on Thursday night and a show on Sunday morning that are specifically college football. So we knock those things out. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence has already jumped in. Our first comment on Facebook. I see Bama Boy and his little team in Tuscaloosa have backed into number one. Hey, however you got to get there, buddy. However you got to get there. <laughs> it is They're not beating it is. my Tigers this
1: week, Lawrence. Uh,
2: that's a, so we're, we're going to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> our college football coverage, along with the stuff that you get over here, you can find us over at sbrpicks.com slash ncaaf or Just go over to the YouTube page and go to YouTube, search for SBR Picks. That is the Sportsbook Review YouTube page. We do a show on Mondays. We do a show on Tuesdays. We do a show on uh, Saturdays. So, go ahead and make sure you are subscribed there. You don't want to miss any of those shows. We do opening lines, closing lines, and our deep dives and our best bets every single week. Uh, We have a lot of fun over there. So, it is what it is. Terry says, what's up? What is up, Terry? Hopefully, everybody is having a good day and a good start to your week. Uh, It's been a long Monday in the news cycle. Uh, Chris, I want to start us off with, first off, a little somber news from the weekend. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. That was, uh, it it took a while. Like, I I really thought the initial prognosis was like he was only going to, he was only going to be alive for like another three months. Right? Well, it wasn't was like supposed terminal. to
1: be, Yeah, I mean, pancreatic cancer is pretty, pretty aggressive. It doesn't last long, and, uh, and, and it takes it takes you out pretty fast. And uh, he fought it. He fought like hell. And he kept working. And I, I, I had a conversation with my wife, and I said, I don't
2: know that there's any job in the world that I would that I would want to keep doing after a uh, a medical prognosis like that.
1: That tells me you've never had a job that you truly love.
2: I think, like, I, I think I would love to talk football. I don't really look at I, this as a job.
1: But I don't either. That's the thing. If we were doing this for a living, I, as, as I mean, long do as this. I'm able to yeah. be propped up and being in, in front of a hot mic, I would do this until the very end. Yeah, I would. But, but at the end of the day, you're right. I mean, if if you know the job I've got now, hell no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> and that's that's the thing. He's been
2: doing going to for work so long. and deal with
1: that bullshit.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. So Matt jumps in. He said, "What's up?" Lawrence said. Coach, oh no, ain't beating Nick Saban. Uh, Zamora sixty ninety said, "Damn Seahawks." Hey, I tried to tell you, tried to tell you, it is what it is though. You know, you win some, you lose some. Hey, you and I both went four and one in our NFL gambling picks last week.
1: Wait a minute, I thought last night I was three and two.
2: No, 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 you went four and one. I looked back, you took the Ravens, so that's the I knew one I that I took the missed.
1: Ravens, and I knew I had. Uh, I, I mean, two of my I one, I knew I won. Hold on. You had this. This is how you know you're getting old. First, first, I'm 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 now gone to the specs, which looks weird every time I look at myself on the camera. um, I I think, all right, that's not me. And then now, every week, I don't remember any of my picks as soon as we make them.
2: Well, so mine, I have already bet by the time that we jump in. The problem is, is
1: I have a lot of games I bet, Gary. Oh, I know. know. Not just the five that I picked. That's that's
2: true. No, I do the this same. is why thing.
1: Gary has to write all my stuff down. Uh, Titans, I have, to have someone responsible.
2: You had the Titans, you had the Panthers, you had the Raiders, you had the Ravens, and you had the football team. Oh, that was yeah. your one loss.
1: Yep. I, okay. Well, so, I also I also I also had three other losers in there too. One of them was the Bucks.
2: Yeah. There you go. That's it. yeah. You you didn't take that officially on the show. Okay. And that's good. All right. So there you go. Uh, around the table sports said, "What's up, guys? Really enjoy the show. Hey, we appreciate it. So appreciate around that. the table Thank sports, you. go check those guys out for sure." Uh, I had the Panthers, the Cardinals. That was my loss. I had the Bills, the Falcons, and the Raiders. So we both uh, we do, we did pretty well, I would say. I would say. Um, so let's let's discuss. Let's dive in. Let's talk about what the hell is going on today. SEC COVID issues. Mississippi State and Auburn has been postponed. Alabama and LSU appears to be in jeopardy. A and M. Has got some issues coming off of that massive win at South Carolina. Uh, Mark Stoops said that they have got uh, a a good portion of their team that is having some issues with contact tracing and everything else. Uh, Sam Pittman has tested positive, the Arkansas head coach, so he will not be on the sideline this weekend unless unless uh, they determine that this is a Nick Saban issue and this you know this is a false positive. So, I'm sure we can
1: get a couple of a couple of positive or negative samples out there by the end of the week.
2: I would imagine so. However, I don't know that it changes a whole lot because they said Barry Odom's gonna be the interim.
1: Yeah, no, I think they've right got, they I will tell you if any team is set up for their head coach to go down and miss a game, it might be Arkansas. Oh, yes. And I love Sam. That's that does not discredit what value he brings to that team. But Barry Odom is a hell of a coach to have as an assistant. And uh, and and I think Kendall is because of his last name the only reason he is not a head coach somewhere. So yes,
2: now you are correct about that. Uh, jumping into the chat here, right quick, Saints versus Chiefs Super Bowl uh, from Zamora sixty ninety. Uh, let let's not go crazy. All right, that that was a weird. Outcome. I'm not overreacting
1: to anything because yeah. a couple of weeks ago, this same Bucks team that just looked awful and got smashed by the Saints, beat the hell out of the Packers exactly like this. Yes. So I, I just think there are weeks that these teams look unbelievable and unbeatable, and there are times the NFC is just, it might as well be the Big 12. They're just drunk as hell over there.
2: Yes, it is a madhouse. Um, Let's see, Zamora said, I wanted to take Raiders-Giants-Saints money line. Uh, he should have. Would have paid should out have. well. Um, Matt said, we're locked and loaded for the Murder Hornets. Terry had jumped in and said, "Uh, forget COVID. They found Murder Hornets in Texas by Huey. He's risking his life. Uh, I had not heard about that. I mean, good gracious. Um, K Storm said, Gary, a fan gave you your 15 minutes of fame a couple weeks ago. I'm here to give Chris his 15 minutes of fame. Let's go, Chris. Love y'all show. Uh, I don't remember anybody giving me 15 minutes of fame. But, oh, I went undefeated one weekend in college football, didn't I? I was like 7-0. I, think, I don't
1: think you've ever gone undefeated.
2: I don't remember going undefeated
1: but I don't, I don't think, think either one of us have ever in, in the five years of doing this, however the hell long it's been. Yeah, I'm trying I don't to think, think either one of us have ever gone undefeated.
2: I'm, I'm trying to think what uh, what they might be talking about, but either way, hey, yeah, let's let's prop Chris up. We're going to talk big about it on the SBR show tomorrow.
1: Yeah, we'll, so, we'll handle that tomorrow yeah. evening. It's only on YouTube though, so all you Facebookers and and, and Twitch people or whatever else we're, we're on, uh, you got to go to YouTube.
2: Go to YouTube. Go to go search for SBR picks, and uh, and you'll be able to check it out. It's 6:30 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. Chris will uh, will do his rounds. He will tip the cap. He will <laughs> he will have a celebratory drink, maybe. We'll, we'll figure all that out when we get there. But either way, uh, Damian jumps in, said Steelers-Bucks-Super Bowl. Um, you know, all kind of <laughs> stuff, man. All kind of stuff. Uh, K-Storm said, yes, you had like one or two losses, but I love y'all, man. Um, <laughs> around the Table Sports said, yo, he shut that down so quick. You have never gone undefeated. Yeah, rough weekend for us as well. Yeah. It's it, look, I went four I wouldn't well, knock on
1: Gary. No. I didn't mean for it to come across that way. <laughs> I just I would remember. I mean, if one of us had, it would have been a week where we played like three or four games. That, yes. you know, that, yeah. that's Another not not, that not, that not, not in a 10 itself and 0, an accomplishment.
2: Neither of us has ever done 10 and 0 for sure.
1: No, so, no, no. Usually we've never picked that many games. Nope, you got that right. We're like right. six, seven. So,
2: so back to these SEC COVID issues uh, yeah. uh, Mississippi State and Auburn. That one is being postponed back to um, December 12th, right? I'd really like that game to get canceled. The, the issue here is, I know you would. You've <laughs> you got Mississippi State over four. Somebody
1: has a substantial <laughs> ticket on Mississippi State over four games, four wins. Yes. And, uh, and I, I really need them to not play all ten games so I can get that money back.
2: Yes, that would be nice. Um, but they do have this thing set up fairly well, and everything looked great. All season, it was, okay, if we've got one game, that's fine. We can just bump it back to the 12th because they are going to have... I I will guarantee you this. The SEC will not bump back the conference championship game to December 26th. One, because it's the day after Christmas. And two, because your playoff team or teams or whoever are only going to have six days of rest before the January 1st playoffs. Yeah, they're not going to do that. that. No, that is not happening. So... You know, that's that's a bit of an issue. Um, now, it, the Mississippi State-Auburn game, that one's going to be fine. Um, it's going to get played, at least we think, unless something mm-hmm. else happens, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the issue is if Mississippi State or Auburn has an issue next week, well, then they can't reschedule the game because the schedules are all full. The bye weeks are done now. Like, we, we are done with bye weeks. Everybody's schedule is completely full now. So, it, unless they don't have a game on the 12th right, which neither Auburn or Mississippi State had. Let's take this and let's move into the Alabama-LSU spot. LSU in Florida was postponed to December 12th. LSU has no bye weeks. If LSU cannot play this weekend, this game either does not happen or you have to cancel Florida-LSU, in which case that gives Florida a bye week before the SEC championship game, and then you've got Alabama having to go to Baton Rouge. Like, that's... Something feels weird. Here's what I say.
1: Miss this game. We don't have to make up the game on the 12th. Alabama and Florida have the same amount of team. They both get a bye week before the SEC title game. That makes perfect sense to me. LSU doesn't have to take two extra-ass whippings. I'm all right with that.
2: That's what I was going to ask. Does the SEC just take that inventory and toss it, and it'll be fine? Or (laughs) I don't think they'll do
1: that because they're going to want the money from those games. They're going to want one of those games on CBS primetime, and they're going to want that check. That's, that's the problem. That,
2: that's what I was curious about because I, you know. We're we, going to take that
1: ass whooping from somebody. But the question the problem, is. The problem is now you're running into the issue of. Which one? You're going to give one of these teams a bye week before the SEC title game and the other one not.
2: Well, because at that point, then if you're Georgia, you're asking, well, why the hell did we have to play Alabama? Like, well, yeah. you know, <laughs> what is, what, what's the deal? So you would think that they would want the Alabama LSU to happen more than the LSU Florida game because it's a divisional game. It's it matters, you know, all that kind of mess, right? The issue is that LSU is already out of this thing, so the the game against Florida can only hurt Florida. The game against Alabama can only hurt Alabama. I don't know what they're going to do here Uh, if, if they can't. So, Coach O in his press conference today said. Uh, they have issues at the quarterback position and at the defensive back position. That is not good when you were playing against Alabama this week. I, I get the feeling they are going to find a way to get out of playing this game this weekend, but I don't know how they make it up. I don't know how it happens.
1: I don't either. Hey, listen. I'm gonna tell you this: Greg Sankey is being put inside a Rubik's cube like he has never been put in before. <laughs> because if there are two teams that he has a set of balls stuck in his mouth, it is for Florida and Alabama. And he's going to, have to piss off one of them.
2: Yes, or they'll just have to cancel both games. And I don't think or he cancel to do that. both
1: games, and that wouldn't hurt my feelings. About. I
2: mean, the only way that this ends up working out is if you get another SEC West team that has not already played Florida or is not scheduled to play Florida. And you instead cancel the Florida LSU game, and put whoever the SEC West team is against Florida. Like that's the only, and that would be the game that you would make up. But you'd have to schedule it like on the fly.
1: Yeah, you would have to wait and say, okay, who 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 could play Florida that that's missing a game?
2: Yeah, and right now there's nobody missing a game, and that's, I don't that's, even that's, know that it
1: has to be a team from the West. Like that's well, irrelevant. There has to be somebody in the SEC.
2: Yeah, but they're they're already playing everybody from the East. Um. Let me
1: Yeah, let me but see I mean you're I just can... trying to Yeah, I guess you're right. They're already playing everybody in the east. But yeah, that's fine. I mean, who who else doesn't have a game? Let's let's make Bama and Florida both play and we'll figure it out.
2: So the way that it sets up right now, Florida, uh, let's see, Florida still has at Vanderbilt, Kentucky, at Tennessee, and then LSU, right? And they've got Arkansas this weekend. So they got nothing but divisional games until they get to LSU. Yeah. Uh, with Alabama, it is uh, at LSU this weekend then Kentucky Auburn at Arkansas but they don't Alabama doesn't have a game on the 12th so if you see here's the thing even if you move Alabama around that still doesn't solve the issue of LSU having a completely full schedule like you can't schedule LSU to play somebody else this weekend because LSU was the one with the problem yeah so now because lSU has no more bye weeks open what in the world are they going to end up doing
1: I don't know. I mean, I, I, well, the, I mean, so the easiest thing would be is to find an opponent for Alabama because you already have the Florida game on the schedule.
2: I mean, do you just sacrifice Vandy? Or do you, I mean. Sh- sure. Because
1: R- they, they've R- already R- got
2: Kentucky. They've already played Tennessee. They've already played Georgia. And they've already played Missouri.
1: Look, you, you call somebody from the west, that, from the east that hasn't played them and just say, who wants to check? Just who wants to check? We're just going to give you a stipend for playing an extra game.
2: So in the you East, know who'd
1: take that check South, South Carolina would take that check.
2: Does South Carolina even want to play anymore? It looked like they quit in the. Their second athletic
1: half. director's gonna to want to pay play because he's gonna end up paying two coaches next year. And so sure take that check.
2: That's a valid point. So I guess that's the way that that would have to go. Um, but that's that's the only one that's left is South Carolina.
1: That's that is the oh, that is the only one that's left.
2: But so uh, besides either South Carolina or Vanderbilt, and I don't think Vandy wants to go through that. So. At, I don't know.
1: Vanny would take the check
2: because you you don't want to make Florida play more games or no, play the week before. I, I, I will tell you there
1: will be people in the SEC that already I'm going to say the word think, but my think is a little more stronger think than a than a think that Alabama already gets every advantage in the world. If Florida has to play a game the week before the SEC title game, and Alabama doesn't. Oh, there yeah. are going to be people that are going to be furious.
2: Oh yes, I mean they will, they they will riot. It that will rush. be bad. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I I don't
1: know that it's not justified, but I'm just telling you.
2: Um, let's let's dive into this. Uh, into uh into the chat here. Uh, Andres Morales said, "What's up, fellas? Nice to see him back in here." K Storm, I think since he dropped after their win, so they have a uh, chip on their shoulder this week. Um, they are nearly a four. Touchdown favorite over East Carolina. How
1: know. they went backwards after winning, I don't understand. I, I just think these polls are so stupid.
2: Well, I think everybody's gearing up to try and get the playoff situation set up, and it's, you know, I, I agree with you. It's dumb. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's called fuckery. That's yeah, what it is.
2: That's 100% what it is. Uh, not that the AP poll has anything to do with the playoff poll, but either way. Uh, it's Verdans- setting the
1: expectations, though.
2: It's you got that right. Uh, Birdie said, "Hello, Gary and Chris. Hope you're well, men. Chris, you are a college football picking god, my man. Keep it rolling." (sighs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I glanced down and saw that while you were talking earlier and gave me a little chuckle. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's just dumb luck. I promise you. It's just dumb luck.
2: Hey, you you knew what you were talking about this week. It's taken no. a little while, but you you knew about these teams and you knew what you were picking this week.
1: So I'll, I'll address it more tomorrow, but I'm I'm just gonna tell you it was dumb luck that I went one and five and one and four and, and two and six all those times. And it was dumb luck that I went ten low. I, I do not use a model. Anybody that can consistently win without a model is is just dumb luck. Okay. I'm not I'm not a math guy with analytics and, and use any type of model. I, I just watch these teams and and you know I pick a lot with my heart more than my head. It, it was it was unlucky when I went bad and, and, it's, and now it's, it's, it's dumb luck when it rolls hot.
2: Well, I'll tell you this it was a good weekend. And it, it's it was been a two hell good of a weeks. weekend. I mean 14, 14 and one in the last fifteen official picks. So uh yeah. K Storm said you can't count Gary out though. Uh yeah, you I mean, you never know. These, th- these things have a way of uh, tipping back and forth. So, uh, Birdie said, it's a slippery slope if they cancel that game. I think there will be teams that will just have to take it on the chin. It's just the world we're in right now. Uh, Matt Miller said, Chris trying to trick us with the glasses, making us think he's smart. Uh,
1: no, no, Chris just getting old. <laughs> Chris just getting old.
2: Damien said, why not just cancel the damn season?
1: Of course. Damien, I don't know why Damien always wants to, 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 to shut the whole everything. thing down. I mean, this is the guy that cuts his finger and wants to just go home from work.
2: Hey, Damon, do you just want us to talk about everyday things? I don't think you want to hear us talk about our wives and our children and everything. <laughs> I'd rather talk about sports. Let's just keep doing it. Uh, Tyrone said, hey, what's up? Nice to see him in here. Matt Miller said Alabama's basically on a bye week if they play anyways. Uh, Tyrone said Notre Dame should be number one. Uh, they've got a very strong case for that. Most well, certainly. they have the
1: best resume. Yeah, uh, I don't know about that. Well, the George down is pretty big.
2: And, and the A&M M win. So Alabama's got two top ten wins. Is that right?
1: So, yeah, but they won't be top ten wins at the end of the season. Um, well, hell, they might. No, they, they might. won't. Georgia shouldn't. Georgia shouldn't be in the top ten with two losses.
2: Are they in the top? I don't know where. I don't know where they're ranked.
1: I thought I saw them ranked still up there. Hang on.
2: So keep, I'm, keep reading. I'm pulling up. Uh, let's see. K. Storm. They should just open up the playoff spots to the top eight since the virus got or virus uh, just screwed everything up. Roll the dice, see how it goes. Yeah, I would, I would love, love that, that. But
1: the problem is, if they open up the top eight, I just want them to add Cincinnati and BYU. Uh
2: yes. Yes. Uh, Paul jumps in, said it's fire. That's what I'm talking about. Good to see Paul in here. Birdie said, when is your SBR NCAA show, Gary? Uh, I think I have an alert, but I want to make sure Chris, uh, I, I guess he wants to see Chris. Um, you work hard at this. It isn't fluke, Chris. The best cappers are still cappers who use their mind and their eyes. Yes. Uh, and then Terry said, don't knock dumb luck. That's what's gotten us all where we are in life. Now, if they knew what we were like back in the day, yeah. You're right about that. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah.
1: It's, yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay.
1: (laughs) I'm with you.
2: (laughs) All right. um, So, Texas A&M, I I can't get a read on what's going on there. I really like them this week against Tennessee, but, you know, we'll have to see exactly what happens. Uh, McKinnon said, I don't know if Bama plays South Carolina for a bye. South Carolina might make that upset because that'll be their championship. Um, I mean, their championship every year is Clemson, so I guess this would be no different, you know. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know what they're going to do. But – I mean, obviously, we will see. There's still a lot to come out from this. They have not postponed or canceled the game yet. So, we will continue to hope that it happens because this is the Winning Cures Everything Bowl every year. And uh, and I would like to see it played. I don't know that Chris
1: likes to. Yeah. Uh, Chris is like, we can. I can say, listen, listen, we beat them pretty bad last year. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll just replay that game. CBS can just replay that game. It'll still do like three million people. That's hey, and, that's what uh,
2: CBS did with uh, the Air Force Army game. Uh, yeah, on Saturday, just, I mean, they just played last year's.
1: Just, just show last year's game. Three million people will still show up to watch. It'll end pretty good, and, and we'll all have fun. And,
2: and you'll be just fine. Uh, be Casey case said uh, eight playoff teams, Clemson, Bama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Cincy, BYU, Indiana, or Wisconsin, and Coastal or Liberty. Uh, well, you left A&M out of that. Um,
1: yeah, A- A&M's out of that. They got to be in there, and uh, Florida is not in there.
2: Oh, Birdie said. So when is the uh, the SBR show? It's tomorrow at six thirty PM Eastern Time. So Tuesday, six thirty PM Eastern over there. Go check it out. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with Kentucky. Uh, Sam Pittman. We already talked about that. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on in the SEC right now. Halloween, baby. I mean, at Halloween going to cost some uh, some guys some games, and I mean it sucks. But I think we kind of saw this coming. Right, like we we knew before the season started if a team season starts to go downhill and they were expected to be pretty good it, you could see where they get a little lax with the protocols right they they don't focus as hard they're not as disciplined I don't and, know that
1: it's even that though man these are at them at some point in time these are 18 19 year old kids that like to party Halloween oh yeah. is a night where everybody just wants to get laid oh yeah and that's all they're trying to do and you can't do that if you're sitting at home in the dorm
2: yeah no, you're, you're 100% right about that.
1: So, so. And so we'll talk about the COVID stuff. I want to get into the Notre Dame thing, all right? I've heard 25 different talking heads today on all the podcasts that I listen to and all the sports media that I follow crushing Notre Dame for all the fans being there and routing the stadium and, and rushing the field and how it's going to be a big COVID explosion. What in the hell do you think these fans would be doing if they weren't allowed in the game and they just won that game? They would all be at a bar somewhere, which is indoors, not outdoors, so it's not as good. Or in some big quad area, they'd be all partying together anyway. You're not going to stop 18 to 21 year olds from partying and having a good time after something huge like this. It's just not going to happen.
2: And the players did get off the field fairly quickly, from what I understand. Like you go yeah, back but and watch, even they, then, like, so- yeah,
1: hang on. Why are we doing this if not? Listen. Why are we doing this if not for the glory? No, okay? I,
2: I agree with you. 100%.
1: What I'm saying not is for that having 20, 30,000 of your co-ed friends rush the field and and know that that night, that night you were king on that campus and any room you walk into is yours. Yep.
2: You you were the kings of college football for that evening. Uh first regular season loss for Clemson since what, 2017, I think. Um and that was yeah, that was against Syracuse in 2017. So, yeah, I mean, I I'm with you 100. percent Like I I, it it cracks me up to hear people complain about it, and yet, you know, we we see crowds gathering all the time now. Like it'll be fine. It's the majority. Notre Dame is one of the few college campuses that tests everybody anyway.
1: Yeah, they test all the students. So. I would imagine getting in And call me in when there. these kids actually get sick, okay? I'm tired of hearing a lot of people got COVID. If you get hospitalized with it, then we need to take it serious, okay? Yeah. All right? If, heaven forbid, somebody dies, then that, that needs to be recognized and taken seriously. But right now, it's just a bunch of people passing shit around.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, Terry jumps in, by the way. Oh, McKinnon said uh, he's got to get back on the road. He's headed back to Fort Riley with the family. Uh, he said, War Damn Eagle. Good to see him uh, a little hyped up about his Auburn Tigers, of course. Uh, hopefully, everything is going well with the new baby McKinnon. Again, congratulations. We, uh, we like to see good things for the viewers of the show and for our friends. So, we'll say that. All you guys are our friends. Let's let's not get that twisted. We appreciate every one of you. Terry said, Between the Blue Moon, Murder Hornets, and COVID, the minds were off by eight years. And Bertie said, uh, Terry, you are getting deep. Uh, you, you agree with that? Is this the end of the world? No, is it if if they cancel Alabama LSU? Is is this? Are we seeing Armageddon right before our
1: eyes? No, no. I mean, I'm sure Saban's going to have something to do with the end of the world, but and that's just part of being the spawn of Satan. <laughs> I think so. you're
2: probably right. You're probably right. All right, uh, let's talk. Uh, let's talk Monday Night Football for just a, a brief moment. I don't know that there's a whole lot to discuss. I am not going to play the game because that line has ballooned out to nine and a half or ten, depending on the book that you get it. In favor of the Patriots, of course. There's no world in which the Jets would be favored over maybe anybody right now. Um, good gracious, I, I, should we? <laughs> Bertie said, "Do we have to?" Uh, I mean, we're, we're going to at least talk about it because the game's happening tonight. I, you know, where where do we go with this, Chris? Like, are the Patriots ten points better than anybody right now?
1: I mean, if they are, it's the Jets. Okay, <laughs> but. <laughs> Man, if they don't, I just just win the game. Just win the game, and I don't even I don't need it to be a rocking chair game. I just need to know at no point in time are they trailing, or do the other team have the ball with a chance to score and win.
2: This is what I'm saying. It, it, what does this do to a Patriots fans' psyche if the Jets are are not able to win necessarily, but even just keep this game close, like keep it one possession to where there is a doubt at the end of the game as to whether or not you're going to win.
1: Well, so I don't, I mean, it's going to be frustrating, but I think every Patriot fan has already resolved ourselves of understanding that this is just a, this is a complete rebuild. We are about to see a rebuild that's going to take a little bit of time. And, and that's just, that's just kind of the nature of it.
2: Yeah. I, uh, I, I I gotta tell you, I'm staying away from the game. I can't, I can't bet on the jets, but I don't, know that the Patriots are 10 points better than anybody. So, I'm just not going to bet it. Hey, if I bet anything, I can find 42 or 42 and a half for a total. Like, I, I think the under is probably your best play, right?
1: I don't know, man. I, the, the Jets have scored the last couple of weeks. Hell, I don't. I have no idea.
2: <laughs> this is maybe the worst Monday Night game, Football no. game. I just
1: want to win. I just want to win the game, and I want to win it comfortably enough to where I, I can say... We beat the damn Jets. Now, here's here's the caveat, okay? Pats have two wins, correct? Yes. Two? There's like six teams, five teams that all have two wins. There's one team in the Washington football team that has one win, and they're – no, nope, sorry. Yeah, and the Jags have a win. Yep. And then the Jets have no wins. If – I mean, there could be a way. And somebody might have convinced Bill, you know, it's – it's tank time it's, it's you in your really best interest re, yeah it it i know that you've never understood that but it's in your best interest to not win this game cuz a you give your rival a team in your division uh, a a better opportunity to to get better immediately or um if you lose the game yeah they get a win and you keep two wins and so you're in that conversation for a top 3 pick or I guess a bottom three pick depending on how you look at the yeah. math and the numbers. And so, you know, it I looked- just don't believe that's in Bills DNA. I I almost think that they would have to I mean, you'd almost have to fire him to, uh, to, Yes, to, to, to get tank. him to tank.
2: Yes. Uh Washington is 2 and 6, the Cowboys are 2 and 7, the Giants are 2 and 7. Um the Jets 0 and 8, Jaguars 1 and 7, and the Texans Chargers Patriots and Bengals all have, all have two wins. Two wins. Uh, now, the Bengals do have a tie in there, so, yep. you know. Um, Damien said, as crazy as this may sound, I think the Jets can beat the Cheatery. <laughs> I swear. And the Chargers. Um, Let's see. Casey said, I think it's tank time, and Cam is going to be a backup soon. Uh, well, Cam's and then not going to be
1: there. Nick. Cam plays zero factor in long-term decision-making for the Patriots. Yeah.
2: it, it It's not going to be any better or worse if you bring in somebody else, I think. I just... I don't think he's very good right now and it is what it is. No. Uh Bertie said the sharps are on the over tonight. I don't know what that means, but he thought he would share it out. I you got me. Like I I ain't playing it. Like I ain't I'm I'm not putting a bet on this game. These two teams are so ridiculous. Like I just I can't I can't do it. Um let's see. Joseph said, check the WCE tape. Somebody said the Pats don't tank, but you know it's a possibility. Um and then C F B highlights said, How has the NFL not changed overtime rules yet? Eh.
1: Uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with the NFL overtime rules. I mean,
2: I, I will say this: like uh, the college football rules, I'm I'm okay with that. The issue is I, I don't like ties.
1: No, I don't. I don't like ties. I, I wish they would. But if they just let them keep playing, they they we would eventually get a field goal, and it wouldn't take forever to get a field goal.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I I'll tell you this: I like Pat McAfee's idea. Like after the ten minutes are up, just have a kickoff. Like no, just, because Pat me. McAfee
1: wants kickers to be more important. And kickers need to be the least important people on the field. I mean, maybe. Maybe.
2: I don't know. I I think it'd be a lot of fun. It'd be no. really entertaining.
1: No, it wouldn't. Like have having- No, it wouldn't. It, it, in honesty, it would not be entertaining. You would be sitting at home saying, Why am I watching this? Okay, okay. You you may have a point. In in idea. It sounds fun because it's funny and quirky and weird. Yes, well, but because in, we also know it would never happen. If you were at this game and now you've got to watch two field goal kickers kick seven field goals, you'd be wanting to blow your brains out.
2: You might be right about that. You might be right. Um, let's move off of this. I mean, that that game is just going to be awful. I'm
1: fine with that.
2: Head basketball coach Tom Izzo tested positive. Now, according to uh, protocols and whatnot, he will not be back until November the 17th at the earliest, according to Big Ten rules and all that kind of stuff. And that depends on whether or not his symptoms subside today. And And then we'll figure it out. He said that he is having minor symptoms and whatnot. Uh, the college basketball season starts on November 25th. The AP poll came out today. And I'm just, I, I want to get, you know, you're not a big college basketball guy anyway, but I'm curious your thoughts on, I mean, what this season is going to be like. We haven't had any kind of hype for it whatsoever. There's, But nobody's talking about the fact that they shouldn't be playing either. Like, these guys are going to be playing indoors in basically non-bubble environments. And a lot of places are going to have fans present. Do you find this weird that nobody is, uh, is trying to talk this down at all when, when we heard so much negativity about college football?
1: No, because I think college football normalized this. Everyone who was against it made their peace with being against it and moving on. Um, and and I think college basketball realized we just have to make a decision. We have to stick with it. And we have to go forward. Yeah, that's it. That uh, well,
2: we know this. There will be a college basketball season and a in an NCAA tournament this year. Yes, like it will happen. They cannot go two years without that money. That payday has to come in. Uh, Birdie said, do you guys do college basketball as well? Yes, I do college basketball. Um, I I bet on 402 games last year and picked 56% against the, uh, against the number. So, uh, hoping to do better this year, but 56% is pretty damn good.
1: I so, will watch and talk about it. Call me in uh, uh, February.
2: Yes, late February. And then uh, we we have big shows for March Madness every year. So, And th- those are some of the, the higher rated ones that we do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I don't know what this season's going to look like. I got no idea. I mean, it's just— No, it, I'm
1: excited for it, though. I like watching college basketball when nothing yeah. else is on. Um, so it, it's,
2: yeah. going, it's going head up against college football all through December. Uh, that's actually one of the reasons why they ended up moving the SEC championship game, the football championship game, to primetime this year is because they have three massive college basketball games. I think it's, like, Kentucky, Kansas— and UCLA, somebody, uh, you know, three big-time college basketball games already scheduled out that day, and those are all going to be early, and then that night is going to be the SEC championship game. So, SEC championship game in primetime for the first time in two decades. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Um, let's go ahead and do our, our recap, and we're going to kind of fly through this. <laughs> NFL week number nine, and, and this is our recap of just the Sunday action because we already talked about the Thursday game. You know, we there's no reason to rehash on the uh on the Packers and the 49ers. But um but yeah, let's let's go ahead and start off with Sunday, the noon slate, which was a little bit crazy. Broncos, of course, go on the road to the Falcons. Falcons ended up winning that. Broncos scored 21 points in the fourth quarter to get that thing close. That was crazy to see because the Falcons owned it the whole ballgame. Um <clears throat> Seahawks go on the road against the Bills and the Bills, man, Josh Allen, 31 out of 38 passing. Four hundred and fifteen yards, three touchdowns. Were you surprised by this at all?
1: Um, the story of the day in the NFL across the board is everybody is winning these games without running the football at all. Yeah,
2: it it's at really all.
1: weird. There were le- I think there's less than a hundred yards rushing from both of these teams oh, combined.
2: The the leading rusher in the game was DJ Dallas with seven carries for thirty one yards and a touchdown.
1: Yeah. You're you're talking about throughout large swaths of the NFL, the run game has completely become just illegitimate. Does not matter.
2: Yeah. I mean it's it's really weird. I, I don't see a hundred yard rusher in any of these noon games. Well, no, Dalvin Cook.
1: But. Cook 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 is the only one that had monster game, but but across almost every game, you're you're talking about teams. That normally run the football heavily, I mean, they're winning these games with forty something yards rushing, fifty yeah. less than fifty yards rushing. It's as a team, it's not weird. a player, a team. It's
2: it's really strange. I I don't know what to make of it. Um, Casey said, "Damn, Titans killed my five pack two weeks in a row." Uh, yeah, that's that's the way it goes. Don't bet against the Titans. And just don't bet on the Titans or, or against them. Come just on, don't now bet. I bet on them. At, well, this you, is a good yeah. week to bet on them. And no, you did, but. I, this week was not the week to bet Moneyline against them, for sure. So, is what <laughs> Joseph Gomez said. The dog came from nowhere. I thought Freddy Krueger was invading WCE. Yeah, y'all know I got a big dog over here, man. It is what it is. Uh, it, let me, I, I didn't go through the uh, the comments. Birdie said, Problem with basketball is unlike football, you're looking at much smaller rosters, so the margin for error is much greater. Uh, 56% that's legit. Uh, you can pay the mortgage off that number. Yeah, that's 100% true. I'm, I've made several hundred dollars doing that, so. Uh, let's see. Do y'all see the uh? Do college basketball doing a bubble like the NBA? I do for the NCAA tournament.
1: Yeah, yes. for the tournament, for I the do, tournament, but not not for anything else. Nope, that's it.
2: Um, Casey said I love the idea of parlaying some college basketball and college football. Yep, hundred percent. And Birdie said, "Holy hell, the Seahawks pass defense is really bad, like historically bad." Seattle was in a tough uh, scheduling spot, and I totally missed it. Um, K Storm said Washington knocked me out of uh, five thousand dollars after that last uh, last pick. Hey, that's a you know, do we? Well, let's stay on this Bills game. We'll come back to these comments here in just a here in just a minute. Okay. Um, so the Bills, I, they have weeks where they look really, really good. They have weeks where they have not looked very good. Does it just depend on whether or not they go up against a team that can that can stop the pass? Or no? But is it
1: this is this is the NFL all the way across the board, though, Gary. I mean, even the Chiefs have looked beatable and sloppy a couple I, of times we, this we've, week.
2: We've tried to explain away the Chiefs with, like, ah, they turn it on when they want to, like when they feel threatened. But no, I like just
1: that. think that's NFL across the board now. I mean, you know, the, the, just these teams are – the one thing that everybody's consistent about is nobody's consistent at all.
2: Is it not strange that 34 – like, you score 34 points, it used to feel like you were guaranteed to win.
1: Yeah, and I don't and now, think, now, now. You score thirty four points, you're just going to bust an over.
2: Yeah, I really think that's it. I mean, it's this is crazy, this is just nuts. Uh, moving off that, it, we'll talk about this Tennessee game right quick. Tennessee uh, pretty much dominated this game. I mean, they were up uh, seventeen to nothing heading into the fourth quarter. They give up seventeen points in the fourth, but they got the last touchdown to make sure that they they handled everything. Um, Derrick Henry only had sixty eight yards rushing, which makes sense. Against uh, the Bears defense. Is, this
1: was Sunday. Yep. This was just Sunday in the NFL, man. Nick, I mean, Nick Foles a beast threw, like Henry.
2: Yeah, Nick Foles threw the ball 52 times. I don't think poorly. that's the way that you would. Very,
1: very, 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 very poorly.
2: Yes. And, and, and hey, the numbers weren't bad. Like, 36 mm. out of 52, 335 and two touchdowns. Like, numbers weren't bad.
1: No, um, but.
2: <laughs> Cruz Madrid. Hey, Gary and Chris, my Giants won't tank. You idiots, come on now. <laughs> Yeah, they keep winning these ball games that you just wish they'd lose so you could get, like, a better offensive lineman. But either way, I think Panay Sewell will still be around when, when you guys pick. So, it's what it is. Uh, Casey said Shaquille Griffin was out for Seattle, to be fair. Uh, to be fair. Uh,
1: <laughs> all, all these teams are going to have people out all the time. At some point in time, they're giving up big plays, and I don't, they're giving up a lot of points week in and week out.
2: It ain't it ain't one guy that changes your pass defense. No. No. That's that's not it. Like, the, the Seahawks' defense in general is just bad this year. Like, this is not leaving. What did Pete Carroll say? He said, uh, like, I don't even recognize this team right now. Yeah. I I agree. I agree. That's uh, right.
1: We're a long way from Legion of Boom.
2: No, you got that right. Uh, so, Titans 24-17 to over the Bears. Uh, it was kind of a boring game, but either way, Ravens end up winning 24-10 to at Indianapolis. Phillip Rivers. 25 out of 43, 227 yards, one pick. Uh Lamar Jackson looked fine in this game. You know? Yep. I mean, it looked it's good. Look good. Uh Chiefs and Panthers 33 to 31. Kansas City ends up getting the win. Panthers missed a 51-yard field goal at the horn that would have given them the win. Christian McCaffrey, his return, 18 carries, 69 yards, one touchdown, and it appears that he is going to be out again for a week. Two weeks, maybe an extended amount of time. Who knows? Because he he suffered a uh, shoulder injury in this game. So yep. back to Mike Davis again next week, and uh, and he played fine. It like they they did fine without him, you know, without McCaffrey. So I don't know. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, let's see. Uh, Casey said top shutdown corner changes a lot on a bad defense. Yeah, except that they don't have to throw at him like that's. <laughs> Just throw to the other side of the field. Like, it happens all the time. So, uh, Lions and Vikings. Uh, This Lions team is just not very good. Like, I I thought, really, that they were going to kind of turn things on. And Dalvin Cook just ate them for breakfast, man. 22 carries, 206 yards, two touchdowns running. Like, he destroyed them. And it, it, it wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. This game was a disaster. Giants 23, Washington 20. Uh, another boring game. Washington at least got it you know, respectable by scoring ten points in the fourth quarter. Uh, but Alex Smith, three hundred twenty five yards passing one touchdown. He will be the starter next week. Uh, is that scary to you? like I still I no. still kind of cringe when I see him run out no, there. i've
1: gotten I've gotten used to seeing him play enough to where I think it's fine. I mean, I, I no longer have that weird, cringy feeling, but I also like never looked at the photos. I never watched the documentary. I you know, yeah. I, I know there's a lot of gore out there that you can go out there and, and, and find with the Alex Smith stuff. I, I avoided it at all costs because I just I can't handle seeing that kind of stuff. And uh, and so it's not as bad. I know it was bad. And yeah. and he looks fine now. So let's hope that he stays fine and we're all okay. Modern medicine. What, pretty, what do you pr- think? Pretty good.
2: What do you think is going on with Dwayne Haskins? Like, what? Like, they just they they decided he threw for three hundred something yards and then got benched, and they have not gone back to him at but all.
1: They've they've actually deactivated him every week. Now he's finally, I think, going to have to be activated well, this yeah. week. Um, I don't know why they don't just cut him because they're not going to be able to trade anybody for him. Um. And sign somebody else if you're just that dumb with him. It's got to be something that he has done or said or whatever, like the way he is. And and, and I don't mean to crap on the guy because I don't know if this is happening or not. I just can't explain why at least he's not dressing as part of the 53 man roster.
2: Yeah, I it it makes zero sense to me. I've I've been so confused by that the past few weeks. Just yeah, you know what he had to have done something because it just it, none of it makes sense. You know why no. even have him on the roster. Um, Texans end up winning, uh, at the Jaguars, 27 to 25. This was a a battle of teams that it felt like neither of them really wanted to win. Um, but Hey, the the kid for Jacksonville, uh, Jake Luton, 26 out of 38, 304 yards and one touchdown James Robinson, uh, James Robinson ran for nearly a hundred yards, had 99 yards on 25 carries and he had a touchdown. Uh, the Texans just, you know, they, they won is what it is, I guess, (laughs) Uh, Raiders get a win at the Chargers, 31-26. to We both called this one. Uh, the Chargers just find different ways to lose ball games, And this wasn't anything, you know, that we haven't seen before. It's just, you know, Herbert, another 300-yard passing day, another couple of touchdowns. I, you know, I don't know what to make of this Chargers team. Like, I don't think the defense is very good at all. Um, I don't know, man. I, this is just a, a strange ordeal. Strange ordeal. Um, and then the last game... Before the, well, take that back. Dolphins and Cardinals was a pretty damn good ball ballgame. Uh, Dolphins end up winning 34-31. to 31. They scored 10 points in the fourth quarter. And while Kyler Murray had more yards, Tua looked pretty damn good. Kyler was 21 no, out of 26 two uh, with three touchdowns, 283 yards passing. Tua, 20 out of 28, 248 yards, two touchdowns. He ran the ball seven times for 35 yards. Looked like a good quarterback. Like and yes, we know that that Cardinals defense is not good, but uh, but this is what you wanted to see if you're a Dolphins fan. And this, I mean, right. the Dolphins are five and three right now, man. They would be the number seven yeah. seed today. Like it, it's crazy. The,
1: look, they're 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 they still got a shot at this Bills team to win that division.
2: Oh yes, they're five and three, five and three. They got the Chargers next week, then at the Broncos, at the Jets, the Bengals, Chiefs, Patriots, at the Raiders, at the Bills. There ain't a whole lot of games left on that schedule that nope. are just surefire losses. No, so they'll
1: be favored in most all those games.
2: The only one that I that I see is a guaranteed loss, and that's only if they decide to show up. Is the Chiefs?
1: But man, I don't know that anything for guaranteed loss anymore. Man, I've just seen yeah. outside of the Jets being a guaranteed win. I've just seen teams just not show up.
2: No, you're you're right about that. So the uh, the Dolphins now with four straight wins over the 49ers, Jets, Rams and Cardinals. I mean I I did not see that coming to to start off the first half of the season. But uh but hey, you know, Dolphins looking pretty good. Life is uh life is good. I I incorrectly called that one. I thought the Cardinals would be able to get that win at home. That Dolphins defense is no joke, man. Brian Flores is the real deal. Uh finally Steelers, Cowboys, twenty four to nineteen. Steelers score fifteen points in the fourth quarter to come back and get the win. Um it do you want to do you want to go on the, the tirade or no? It it was very keep, fluky.
1: Keep keep talking them up wins. It ain't it ain't fluky. It ain't fluky. That game was given to them. That's what I'm saying. That game was absolutely given to them. That was that was not a win. And not that by they deserved. the Cowboys either. Okay.
2: Yeah, no no no. This was like it, Ticky tack stuff called on the Cowboys that wasn't called on the Steelers. And yeah. Uh
1: this just, is just absolutely given to them. Keep thinking this is a good team because that's the worst defense in a hundred years of the NFL that we have statistically, and they couldn't score until the fourth quarter. But keep thinking they're a good team. And that's even fine. then,
2: even then it still took calls to go against the Cowboys. Yeah.
1: No, it took it took like- the refs getting involved to get them in the end zone. But keep thinking they're a good team.
2: It's uh, it's pretty nuts. The uh, the team stats here, um, the Cowboys actually outgained the Steelers three sixty four to three fifty five. Oh, that
1: vaulted, that vaulted. Hang on, that defense of the Steelers isn't that the best defense in the league? I keep hearing that. I keep hearing that. But some dude named named Dallas Gabbard or whatever the hell this guy's name is, who sounds like a like an art car insurance sales guy or something. He he just dropped almost four hundred yards on you. But but I heard the defense pretty good though.
2: Garrett Gilbert, yeah, twenty-one out of thirty-eight, two hundred and forty-three yards, one touchdown, one pick. Tony Pollard uh had more yards rushing in half the carries that Ezekiel Elliott did. So Tony yeah, Pollard.
1: Let's pay that guy his money. Go ahead. And look, Zeke gets that three-yard run and then he eats the soup. You see how he does that? You like how he does yeah. that? Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Uh Tony Pollard had nine carries for 57 yards. Zeke, 18 carries for 51 yards. That, my friend, is an average of 2.8 yards. Per rush.
1: I don't I don't know what this team is for that's the Cowboys. I know exactly what the Steelers are, and I don't know why people can't beat them.
2: Hey, uh uh, so did you see the the Steelers rushing yardage?
1: This is a team. Yeah, it, it was less than forty yards.
2: Well, it 46 yards total. Two point okay, six yards total. per carry. Uh that's just not good. Yeah. No. That's just not good. So this was a, a dreadful game, but uh, but it is what it is. So you know, Steelers get another win. Chalk it up is what it is. Now Sunday night football. Uh, I don't know of anybody that saw this happening in this game. Thirty-eight to three, the Saints win, and, at, and Casey said, I knew the Saints were going to beat the Bucks. Uh, Bucks will beat the Saints in the playoffs. You know that. I mean that that seems likely. Seems totally likely. I, I mean, who knows at this point? I. There were no circumstances that I would have thought that the Saints would have absolutely beaten the brakes off of the Buccaneers. There's no world that that would have ever happened in my head. I couldn't even have dreamt that in my wildest dreams. What exactly happened here?
1: It's the same thing that happened a couple of weeks ago when Aaron Rodgers came in and Tampa Bay did this exact identical thing to them. They just one team showed up and the other team didn't, and they got the hell beat out of them.
2: I so Tom Brady I can't explain it. Like Brady's QBR was three point eight. He is had that bad. Th- that's uh, I think it's the worst performance that he's ever had. Um, yes, and on the other side of this, like at Tampa Bay rushing five carries for eight yards. Now that includes not a Blaine Gabbert. Right? Right? Like that's that is about as bad as it gets. Fournette okay. carried it one time for zero yards. Ronald Jones carried three times for nine yards. Blaine Gabbert carried one time for negative one yards. Uh, What do you even do here? I mean,
1: throw the they- tape away. Everybody get back to work. Work your ass off. Show up next week and be better. It is because they've got talent all over the field. This yeah. is just a game where all 53 people that showed up to do a job didn't do their job. You can't blame this on one person when you all play that badly, oh, yeah. guys. Drop balls, Tom missed balls, blocks were missed all over the place, tackles were missed all over the place, coverages were blown all over the place. Every person that touched the field wearing Tampa Bay jerseys p- played like shit. Every yeah. one of them, the lot of them. And this, the, this the, was a complete. Burn, you just know that that's not going to happen again. Like that's just not. You can somebody can have a bad game. You can get beat. That's fine that when we saw them do this exact same thing to the Packers, my response was this Packers team ain't as great as we thought they were, but they also aren't this bad. Okay. I'm going to be consistent in my progress here. Th- this Tampa Bay team ain't as great as I thought they were, but they're also not this bad. Yeah. I mean, it's- this is, this is just a thing. And then we've also seen the saints look exactly like this too, by the way, like we've seen Seattle look exactly like this. Also, we've seen the Rams look exactly like this. Also, like all of these teams in the NFC that we think are really good. Every time we think a team is great or elite, the next week or so, somebody comes in and they look like shit. Yeah. And and I can't explain it. There's no rhyme or reason or logic. You're just trying to hope you pick the team right on the right weekend when they're having a good week.
2: Oh, yeah, that's uh, you're 100% right. The only thing that stopped the Saints in the first half was the end of the half and there was a fumble um, on their second drive at the Tampa Bay 13. Like, that's it. Like, they scored a touchdown, they fumbled, they scored a touchdown, scored a touchdown, scored a touchdown, uh, kicked a field goal, and then there was the end of the half. Like, it was 31 nothing at the half. It was about as bad as it could possibly get. So, and I understand, like, it, you know, Tampa Bay had, let's see, Three and out on the first drive. Three and out on the second drive. Three and out on the third drive. Three and out on the fourth drive. Uh, two plays and an interception. Uh, eight plays and then turnover on downs. Three plays and an interception in the first half. It it doesn't get worse than that. Like that was oh, as and bad it was 31 as thirty-one nothing. Yeah, and at that point, like the game's over. It's ball I mean,
1: It's ball, <laughs> game. It's ball
2: game. <laughs> I mean, it was just done because at that point you can't run the football. No, like. If you if you want to try and get back in the game, you got to throw it. And if you're putting Brady in that situation, like that, he don't get me wrong, he can lead a team on a comeback. But 31 points down at the half against this Saints, he's defense, 43
1: years old. He needs the other players to help do something yes, as well.
2: That offensive line was atrocious. In this and here's game.
1: what's weird about that line: that line. This is the the one of the strangest things in the world to me. That line has had games where they look like the best offensive line in football. Yeah. And then they've also had games where they look like they're not even there. And I don't, cause you don't all, this is not a wide receiver having a drop or something like that. The, the, what you do to be a good offensive lineman or bad offensive lineman doesn't change a lot from week to week. Um, I, I don't know how they have that big of swings, of great games to bad games as a line as a whole. And it's not consistent about the opponents that they play either. Okay? You you can be a bad defensive team, and you can still make that line look stupid all the time. And you could be a really good pass rushing team, and that line will stand up and look like a wall all the time. I, I don't know who you attribute that to or what you do with that, but that team is definitely – predicated on if the line plays good, you're not beating them. And if they play poorly, anybody's beating them. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree with you 100%. Uh, New Orleans receiving had 12 guys that caught passes. Uh, Michael Thomas was the leading receiver with 51 yards on five catches. I mean, it was it was nuts. The whole game was nuts. So, yes, if you're the Bucks, you just throw this one away. If you're the Saints, you look at it and say, why the hell can't we play like this all the time? So Yeah. Just ridiculous. Uh, Crash ninety nine jumped in said it was Antonio Brown's fault. Cruz said, "Oh, when the Saints go marching in, yeah, he's uh, he's singing the song right now." K Storm, I believe that Kamara didn't even have over fifty yards last night. Uh, no, Kamara had uh, five receptions for nine yards, and he had nine carries for forty yards. Uh, he did have a touchdown though, so you know, I he you didn't need him, didn't need him. <laughs>
1: So. Hey, one guy, Tyrone Davis way up in the thing earlier asked when we do our college football recap. That is a we should have went through that when you went through the early things. Yeah. Um that is one of the podcast only shows we put out on Sunday. So, yep. so you, you can go download, download it now. the podcast and that one will come through uh, Sunday afternoon sometime and you can listen to it Sunday or Monday. Um, or just whenever the hell you want cuz it doesn't ever go away. You that uh, right. But that's a podcast only. Uh, exclusive to get folks to download the podcast.
2: Absolutely. So our podcast is setting record numbers right now. We appreciate you guys for that. Um, let's see. Going through a couple more of these. Took only one game with the Bucks, and AB already setting career highs. And Matt Miller said, I heard Brady moved into Shady Acres retirement home after last night. Boy, there were a lot of people happy to see that. <laughs> a lot of people. Don't count him out yet. Like, well, it is it, so it early. took
1: 21 years in the league for him to finally have bad games consistently.
2: Well, I'll I tell you this. Uh, this is still a team that is loaded, and I ain't counting them out of nothing because they've only played eight games so far.
1: So. It, it can, tell me a team that you think is consistently going to win every game in the playoffs against all the other top-tier teams in the NFC because I just don't. I think the AFC is very top-heavy, and I think the NFC, it, uh, the seventh team in could be just as good as the first team. I agree. There is no one seed in the NFC. There's just not. Somebody's going to get that spot, but I'm telling you. But the difference between them and six and seven is nothing. Nothing in the NFC.
2: Uh, Crash said, first time Brady got swept by
1: a rival. Um, Is that true? Uh, I don't know that that's true. There was a couple of years back where they got beat by the Jets twice. But I think one of those might have been a playoff game.
2: Yeah, we'll have to look into that. Either yeah. way, it, it doesn't happen often. So, no, yes, it, so it, ha- it
1: did not happen often. You're right.
2: And and it does set them up. If the Saints go through and they end up getting the, if they win the division and whatnot, because there's still a lot of football left, let's not yep. get it twisted. Um, if they go through and win the division, this sets up the Bucks to play at the Eagles in the first playoff game. <laughs> and I don't, know that's that that's, right. I don't know that that's terrible. That's if what you want. I'll if, tell you
1: this, that's what you want.
2: Yeah, if you were ever going to have a season where home field advantage did not matter that much, this would be the year. So, you know, it, it sucks to not have those uh, those Tampa Bay playoff games, but uh, you get to the Super Bowl, you get to host that bad boy. So, uh, Matt Miller said it was the first time he was swept by a division okay. opponent. So, okay. Yeah, all, almost happened in 2009, but this is the first. There you go. Oh. I'm glad we got guys that are fact-checking this John. I'm in with it. All right. Uh, is there anything else that we need to talk about?
1: No, I don't think anything news dropped.
2: Yeah, I didn't see anything major. Um, but if it is, you know, we'll uh, we'll be on the college football show tomorrow over at SBR uh, Picks, the YouTube page. Go subscribe over there, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Chris will take his victory lap, and it's going to be glorious. So make sure that you tune in for that one. And we're going to have a lot of other picks as well tomorrow. Uh, I don't know how much I like this slate this week with all the COVID stuff, but we're going to get through it. We're going to pick some games, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Uh, Zamora said, so Jets tonight. Uh, No, sir. I ain't making that pick, and you ain't getting that out of me. There ain't no chance. Ain't no chance. He said... Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, So, SBR Picks on YouTube. Go check that out. SBRPicks.com slash NCAAF. And make sure you are subscribed to our podcast. We do podcast exclusives on Sunday and Thursday. Those are college football only. Viewing guide for the weekend. And the recap, of course, on Sundays, like we just talked about. And all of these shows. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the live shows. If you don't get in for the live show, you can always go back and listen to it on the podcast Go and check that bad boy out. Leave a nice five-star review over an Apple. Those help out a bunch, so we do appreciate that. Uh, go to sbrpicks.com. Go to winningcureseverything.com. Go everywhere that you need to go. All this stuff's free. It's easy to do. Help us out. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, with that said, Chris, you said nothing else.
1: Nothing else, brother.
2: Let's get the hell out of here and go watch the Patriots and the Jets stink this bad boy up. Uh, you guys, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And we will see you again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at ChrisBGiannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.